Welcome back to Tea and Tangents with Tara. On today's episode, I have two guests. Do you want to introduce yourselves? Hey, I'm Alvaro. I'm obviously the better of the triplets here because I'm just better. Yeah. Hey, and I'm Kat, and I'm offended by that statement. What statement? That he's the better one? Yeah. It's okay, you're both the best in my heart. <laughs> we're not here wow. for your love. Anyways, uh, we're going to start out by talking about Dear Evan Hansen. Well, let's talk about it. <laughs> let's talk about how the let's great of a representation well, it is. Kat, tell our listeners what it is in case they have Okay, listened. so if you haven't had the very misfortune of being on Tumblr in 2016, basically what Dear Evan Hansen is about is there's a dude, and his name is Evan, and I, he's in high school. I don't really remember what year. And he uh, gets his, he breaks his arm and gets his cast signed by this guy named Connor who ends up killing himself. And the parents are like, yo, Connor, wait, you're dead. Yo, Evan, <laughs> you were best friends with Connor? That's so nice. And Evan spends the whole musical lying to this grieving family about, you know, how much was she was friends. friends with Connor, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. the slang, you know, they they were best friends. They went to that apple orchard together <laughs> that was special to the family, et cetera, et cetera. And Tumblr ate this shit up. This was the Hamilton, Dear Van Hansen, Heather, theater kid era, okay? And I think that us as a society have to stop liking that musical. It's very messed up because it's, I mean, for one, the protagonist is okay i think it's also because the protagonist is low-key not perfect like yeah. he's he's manipulative he's not a hero i think that's why yeah he's he's also, I, I would say even then even to go as i don't think he's a villain he's not, but, but like, he's definitely like he's okay the antagonist like the yeah. main character is okay the antagonist connor who passed away is uh, he's like the main character in a way because even though he dies in the beginning it's all about it's him it's all yeah. about him exactly it's about his family mm. his supposed best friend but Ooh. Yeah, no, but the songs are good. You know, Pasek and Paul did this. They did La La Land. They did a bunch mm-hmm. of other things. They did, they did The Greatest Showman. La La they did The Greatest Showman. Um, I love La La Land, too. Oh, my God. Um, but <laughs> like, I'm going to cry. Uh, I'll cry again. But I guess Pasek and Paul just have uh, the inability to not make a musical or something that makes people extremely depressed because <laughs> first La La Land and then this. Um, the music, no, the music's really good. Yeah. I would say good for you is probably my good for you. That's that's uh, every time I hear that I think of Olivia. We Rodrigo. were singing <laughs> some of the songs downstairs because Kat plays the piano and we were and Tara was a professional piano player here, a professional dancer with Tara and a professional procrastinator with Alvaro. But yeah, no, I think that uh, I could talk about this for hours but i think a better representation of mental health is definitely next to normal if you guys have not listened to next to normal (laughs) listen to it it is like two hours and 20 minutes but it tells the story of this uh middle class family whose mother is suffering from bipolar disorder and you get to see like how the father uh reacts to it how the overachieving daughter relate reacts to it and then how the um all-star brother reacts to it but there's more going on with him that's all I'll say. Oh, mm. Alvaro, do you have any musicals that you would recommend to our listeners? Not really. <laughs> wow. Like, all the musicals that I've known or, like, listened to are, like, from... Falsettos. Falsettos. I love falsettos. But, oh, like, yeah. that's, like, all, like, back in, like, the like years before. And I feel like yeah. I'm I feel- still tied to them. 
And a lot of people are going up to the new ones, like Moulin Rouge. Like, everyone <gasps> talks about that. I love Moulin Rouge. If you, I want to see it. If you ever get a bootleg and can listen to Aaron Tveit, I don't know, listen to him sing. Disclaimer, we do not condone bootleg. Not at all. <laughs> Disclaimer, we do condone it. Not, We're all no, rich. <laughs> I'd say about 5% of the United States population has enough money to go see a Broadway show. And the other 95% want to have an opportunity to. And that's a good way. That's all I'll Broadway say. Boys. LOL. Also, <laughs> for bootlegs, go on lookmovie.io. <laughs> and also, for look movies. up slime tutorials on YouTube. Slime tutorials. Yeah. And there'll be, there'll be some really good uh, musicals there. Slay. Slay. Yeah. I don't know. Musicals? Any. I don't know. It's like, I like, there are some musicals that people try to like, be like good for representation. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there's sometimes they oh try... God, give us an example. Give us a tangent. A tangent. I will go about how lots of media nowadays are trying to be, like, so good with representation. Be like, look at this. And it just goes really terribly. Oh, I got an example of that. Okay. Love, Simon. Oh, love, Simon. I love the novel. Oh, I love the book. I gave it to Alvaro for, like, his birthday. Yeah. I actually read it. And he read it. Yeah. And he never reads books. So, I mean... So, Love, Simon, if you're... If you're fruity, you've probably heard of it, but... Oh, yeah. It's an old one now. Yeah, it's yeah. about this guy named, uh, as you can guess... Simon! Simon! Uh, played by Nick Robinson, I think his name is, yep. and he's this white, closeted gay kid who, mm-hmm. um, becomes friends, online friends, with, with like, this closeted gay guy named goes by like who a, only goes by name Blue. Quote, unquote. And then some dude starts blackmailing Simon because he's like, hey, Simon, I saw your emails. Ooh, emails. Do you have enhanced connection? <laughs> um, connection? I saw your emails. And if you don't help me get with your friend, I will tell the whole school you're gay. Right? And so as um, someone who has queer friends, this movie kind of messed me up for a couple of reasons. The main one being how... Simon's friends reacted when he mm-hmm. came out or when it was spoiler. when well this is a spoiler. Oh yeah, spoiler warning. Spoiler, spoiler warning. alert. Skip like 10 seconds ahead if you don't want to hear it. <laughs> when when Martin, I think his name is. I think it's his name. Um when Martin out Simon to the school and the I don't really remember exactly what the friends say but I rewatched it recently and I was like this is I feel like I messed they, they, they like made it feel like it was like their like not duty, but like it's their right to know. Like they yeah. made it to themselves. Like it, wasn't, like it was about themselves. It, it wasn't about them. And you know, Simon did not have to spill his jizz. Like it was not jizz. <laughs> like his his, his, his tea. Oh. Like it was it was his personal trauma, not just like something to be exploited. Yeah, it's not something that people deserve to know. It's something that people are confided in about if Mm -hmm. their friends trust them and then i think leah or whatever was like i had a crush on you and i was like okay queen but like this is his coming out and another reason why this uh movie was also kind of scrutinized was kind of the reason that love victor existed was the fact that simon's parents were incredibly liberal and Mm -hmm. like accepted him right away and it was something that like, not many people have the privilege of receiving, which is why I think Love, Victor is better. And, and I actually haven't canceled. seen it yet. Oh, it's so good. I actually have not seen it yeah. yet. It's about this uh, 
boy, Victor Salazar, which I think yeah. he goes to the same school that Simon went to and mm-hmm. ends up DMing Simon and is like, <laughs> hey, screw you. <laughs> um, you have life so easy because, but my parents are very, uh, they Not give off conservative vibes. They did move from Texas, by the way. Yeah, so they like... moved from Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like my parents, conservative vibes, and I don't have any friends. Like, you have friends. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's a personal problem. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I really liked Love, Victor. Um, I really loved the first season. The second season, I don't really remember it. And then the third, third season, season that just came out, which is the final one, made me cry. Mm-hmm. It made me cry. I liked it more because I felt more representation. Because not only because they're like unacceptable, there was a, but like it showed more about. There was like, also yeah, mm-hmm. more about, more about, like a gay man. Oh yeah, no, it wasn't. The show's not a, solely about Victor's sexuality. It shows like he plays basketball, and one of the main storylines in the first season is, uh, his love interest Benji being like, I never remember. You're a fake gay. You like basketball. That's the the summary, which is not exactly what he says. But it's like <laughs> um, it's like that type of stuff is like really interesting because a lot of times in TV shows that include queer characters, mm-hmm. they they kind of just like they're gay. But yeah, guys, guys. Like that's like um. Sorry, I love Harry Potter, but that's like a, a particular what? author without the stumbles or just. What are you talking about? In. What are you talking about? Lady Gaga wrote <laughs> Lady Gaga the wrote. Harry Potter um, series. Thank you. Yeah. Anyways, but. But. <laughs> but, but 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 so Albus Dumbledore in that series, right? He's said to be a queer character, but there's absolutely no it's, no it's evidence canon. of it. It's no. canon because you could back it up with small smidges of details, like a particular author did. But it's kind of just not appropriate to insert that and not like it, it almost feels like exploiting it for profit. It. Yeah, it's like like of course that's you, definitely what of course sexuality doesn't is. have to be part of a plot. Like it doesn't have to, but. You she definitely it. exploited it. If like, you yeah. include it, make it make sense almost. Yeah. It just felt like out of the blue. I remember there was like tweets about it on Twitter. It's like, mm-hmm. next up, blah, blah, blah is going to be this. Where's the evidence? No evidence. Did you yeah. just make it out of nowhere? And I, I feel like they tried to cover it with the, the movie series that came out, Fantastic Beasts. Oh, yeah. With Jude Law plays uh, Dumbledore and, well, it was Johnny Depp and now it's Matt Michelson yeah. plays... Grindelwald and in the second or second movie, uh, Dumbledore looks into like this mirror of desire, which is it's called Ezra. basically, basically, <laughs> and he sees Grindelwald. And in the uh, I don't know the crimes of Dumbledore. I think that was the third movie. The second, I think I don't quote. That's us on the that. third one. Third, third. Totally. Um, but in the one, that one that just came out, you definitely, like, saw more of their relationship, which was great. But also, you could kind of tell they were probably doing it because to cover their ass from a certain turf who wrote the <laughs> series to begin with. Uh, but now that we're on the topic of queer uh, shows, why don't we each give one show that has a queer storyline um, that we think was really good, like, representation. Oh, okay, let me think. Mm. I got one. <laughs> okay, you go first, and I'll think. Oh, I love this show, and for basically all my friends know it, because I text I them it. about it all the time, a 911 Lone Star. Uh-huh. Um, there's this, uh, there's these, this character, long story short, 
it's about firefighters mostly, and this firefighter, TK, is a recovering drug addict, and he moves to Texas with his dad, and this sounds really boring, but I swear to God it's not. <laughs> the TK is a gay man, then he ends up dating Carlos, who is a Hispanic gay man. We got Paul, who is a black trans man. We got Marjan, or Marwani, whatever you want to call her, who is like a Middle Eastern character. Mateo, who's a dreamer. Like, they were able to flesh out all of these character storylines so well in a way that I've never really seen a show do before. But also, it's not like TK's walking around being like, I'm gay to every person he meets. But it's that type of representation that's representation without, like, how I would love representation to be, period. Mm Kind of just, like, they're gay and that's, like, just who they are. It's, like, someone being straight, but seeing that type of, like, nonchalantness Mm -hmm. in a TV show. So good. (laughs) So that's mine. So my pick, I'll go next, is One Day at a Time. (gasps) So if you... (laughs) I know, Kat's going to cry. So Kat, Alvaro, and I are obviously very avid uh, theater kids. <laughs> and <laughs> we're also, we also love a lot of movie musicals. But One Day at a Time is actually neither. It's uh, more of a short episode. It's kind of like a sitcom. It's a sitcom type TV show. And it's about this Cuban family that lives in an apartment together. There's a daughter, son, and then a mom and the grandma. And... The daughter comes out in, I think, either the end of the first season or the start of the second season. Yeah, one of those. And it's a very normal type of representation. It's Mm. not like that's the main plot. It's not like she's seen as anything absurd. She's introduced as this, like, weird, quirky sister. So that's, like, keeps going. It doesn't change because she comes out. And And she's, like, a political activist, I think, as well. Yes, yes. She's very active in her community, and her brother teases her for it. But I think that was also very normal because like your siblings yeah. tease each other. And I think it would have been almost weird if he didn't, you know. Yeah, it was just like, I, I I'm think cool. it would have it been like, oh, yeah, like, I don't want to get canceled, so I'm just not going to tease my sister. Like, I think that's <laughs> a little weird. Um, but, yeah, I think that was a really loving way of representation. And there was yeah. also some cultural barriers with understanding, like, how she came out. Like, some of her family members didn't really understand, but she was. I remember the say. Yes, yes, yes. So there was a lot of tension between that but i really did i loved the show i loved it before she came out i loved it after she and came i loved out. it after it was canceled by netflix who also just canceled that lesbian vampire show and i will never get over it first kill <laughs> you're my hearts but yeah alvaro. so i'll pass it to alvaro oh my god i don't know i don't know <laughs> i guess i don't know if this is like i don't, I don't know if you guys heard of the movie crush the one I've with heard rowan blanchard yeah. and yeah. I, don't. I don't know i've seen you didn't see it but i've I seen I it but it. it's like not just spoil because you guys haven't seen it, but like in the it. oh you saw it. <laughs> I don't know I, when I saw it, it wasn't. I don't I'm not gonna be like it's the best of it, all of it, but it was like it felt normal for me because not yeah. only was it like a representation for well it was if for y'all for, like, <laughs> for y'all for y'all, but like um for like lesbian couple or like bi, it felt like and during the movie it wasn't focused on like like oh my gosh she's a lesbian let's all talk about that mm-hmm. it would make it seem like make it seem. Make it seem. And make it seem like it felt like a normal, like you know, high school crush movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the only difference was that it was a lesbian, it was and a they lesbian. didn't make it be like, oh my god, it's like. Yeah. 
I think that like that movie was good. Um, it was okay. I don't know if I liked it. I don't really know. Like I, I, I loved the representation. I thought it was really interesting. But like every time that Rowan Blanchard's character oh would God. show her drawings <laughs> and she's like she's trying to get into like an art school, I'd be like, Girl, girl you're going nowhere with that. Those like drawings. it was so bad. And then the mom was like kind of supposed to be like this comedian and she really reminded me of that drug woman <gasps> from Wait. Euphoria. Yeah. Her. I don't know if it was Not the same. Rue, right? No, no, like the one who the sold, one who sells it, right? Yeah, in the, the, in the season. <laughs> yeah, Zendaya yeah. was in this movie. Um, I wish Zendaya makes everything really better. But she show. like uh, the mom was like really funny because there were a couple scenes that I was like, ha ha ha, <laughs> accepting mother. Wow, that's mother. crazy. Yeah, I know. Laugh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, wow. I just realized that I don't really watch that many representative shows. I mean, my favorite representation. The only one is like Love's Victor, but like we already talked about that. My favorite representation is at our local library. My the favorite section. Oh my god. My favorite representation is the shows that would have been better if the showrunners let their characters have <laughs> s- example. A Merlin. If you guys watch Merlin, Merlin from yes. 2009, what is this, 2008. No, would I tell oh, you, CW. Tara? You want this to be the CW where everyone's no. just like... No. Did you see Riverdale? Did you see Stop. Cheryl? Oh my gosh. Stop. I have not watched any of the recent seasons. I haven't watched Riverdale since... The war. Since they brought out the dead Betty's, body. I, oh, I was before that, I think. I don't know. When Betty's dad was revealed to be Even the black mask the black. dude, like that episode... I kept watching... Okay, no, we get and it. then no. You know what the worst thing is? What? They made a next to normal episode in Riverdale. Like you know how they do the oh, musical. Episodes? I don't like the don't, one. Do, listen, don't. I don't, don't like. It. I don't like the musical episodes. I literally skipped them because I watched the Heather's one and it made me my eyes bleed. It made my ears I, bleed. I was so disappointed because you know how the Sprouse twins said they would never ever sing. sing? Yeah, they, they should have literally. Cole Sprouse broke his promise in that. Cole's Wait, is racist or no, you're kidding? Okay. I was like, okay, we can I'll put that on Twitter. We'll make things happen. Oh wait, I got Don't. another oh, I got another show that's go, really good go. for Good Omens. Everyone's probably oh heard of the show already. Yep. But that's listen, you yep. got a demon played by David Tennant and oh. you got an angel played by Michael Sheen. Literally what else Covers. do you want in your life? And it's canon in the book that they are like I think they're both non-binary and they both are like dating. So it's like really cool. And then this, the sins or whatever they're called, I forgot. But one of them is pollution and they're also a non-binary character. And like seeing, like they're so hot. Ooh, sorry. Since, I but, thought it was like the, oh wait, I thought. There was death. You mean the four horsemen? The, yes, the, the four the horsemen. horsemen. Yeah. Gluttony. <laughs> Gluttony. Lust. No, but, um, but, uh, are you sure? Like no. Five feet away. We'll go pray. Um, but no, a Good Omens is really good. And it's also like a really funny show. And they renewed it for season two, which, you know, gay shows, they never do that. Uh, I think... I don't know if it's filming or if it has been filming. I think either this year or next year, and I'm excited. Yeah, but that's David Tennant. Yeah, David Tennant. We love, we love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys so much for coming on this episode. 
Thank you. Thank you. For inviting I mean, oh, we're thanking you. Thank you for gracing us with your presence. Oh, you. you're we love so you. welcome. I love you guys. We are sorry we for you. our rant on queer culture, no. but also it's very important. <laughs> it sometimes is. we need to talk about queer culture because that shit could be toxic sometimes. Mm-hmm. True. Who's there just like <laughs> one, one of us just screamed <laughs> in our minds? But yeah, thank you to our listeners for listening, of course. And I'll see you Please on the next one. Us. Please Bye. don't cancel us. <laughs>